0: do you know what i was thinking about last pod we were talking all about red flags yeah you know what doesn't get enough love oh green flags
1: green flags go ahead flags go
0: ahead or the checkered flag the checkered flag is is like uh marry me marry me because that's like the last flag that you see yeah um
1: but but what about a green flag Great question. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, I actually had one last night. I was out having a little drink with my partner. Okay. And And some
0: weird couple from across the room liked your vibe (laughs) and wanted to buy you both a drink. Okay. Yeah, I was was like, that is
1: a green flag. Come home with us. (laughs) Um, And no, it was like this point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so attracted to you right now. He was talking about how he meditates every day, and I had no idea that he did that.
0: Who, your partner meditates? Yeah, and
1: he, he's not like overly, like over the top about it. Like, you know a lot of people are like, I meditate, yeah, I use the app, I used it. He's been doing it every single day and I had no idea.
0: Wow. And I thought
1: that was just so attractive.
0: How long has he been doing it for? When did he start doing this?
1: Since he's been like a baby, like three years old.
0: Does he do transcendental meditation? A what? Transcendental? What's that? That's like a very specific type of meditation where you have a mantra that's usually given to you by... Some kind of a guru or someone who knows oh. what to do. It's like it's a word that you repeat over and over again to achieve mindfulness.
1: No, he said it's it's hard to explain, but what he does is just comes naturally to him when he okay. gets a bit overwhelmed. It's almost like this cloud kind of comes in and it allows him to just kind of be grounded. And he like you you find something that smells, you like see something in front of you and you just kind of like ground yourself. But it takes about like 10 minutes and he'll do it at his desk at work. Wow. And I just thought that was so cool. And that I didn't know anything about that. He's just, like, very humble, you know? That's anyway, amazing. I just that, thought that was really cool. That was your
0: partner? Woo! Or that was a stranger at the that bar? It was my partner. While your partner was in the bathroom. Oh, wow. Well, good. So now are you interested in maybe taking up some kind of mindfulness or meditation? Um,
1: Yeah. Like, I would like to learn more about it. He says it's helped him for years. And you can do it without, like, really thinking about it after a while. You just have to practice it a bit.
0: He uses it for an anxiety
1: ma- management tool? Yeah, well, it's, it's just part of, like, his parents, like, they're um, they're into meditation, and they have, like, um, they're just very spiritual. Okay. And they've just, like, taught him that since he was a kid, it's just been part of his life. Wow. Yeah, that is cool. But I might try some of those apps. Those, like, guided ones first. What about you? What are some green well, flags?
0: Well, for, I mean, meditation, yeah, is a huge one. I, like... D- the transcendental meditation that I was talking about before apparently is supposed to be incredibly good for creative people mm. to get. I, mean, I think don't, I don't know exactly. I think it's in, not so much to get the juices flowing, but then to like focus your creativity into what you want to. I think is supposed to be. Anyways, I yeah. For years and years, I've read books, I've heard stories, I've heard people talk about how incredibly um, beneficial meditation is mm. for all sorts of things walks of life anxiety creativity all that so amazing that he's doing that amazing i think you should do it i tried to have a meditation practice at one point mm-hmm. but i wouldn't just sit at a desk i had to be sitting on the ground mm. i thought that that was like the thing that you should do and then my dog would come and lick me <laughs> and just lick and lick and lick and wouldn't stop licking and it. it was very it it ruined the whole practice. I couldn't do it. It sucked. Okay, let's see here.
1: Green flags. Green, green flags.
0: flags.
1: That one was way too specific. It just was the first <laughs> thing that popped into my mind. That's the, not what I look for in a partner. <laughs> but.
0: Uh the, the the ultimate green flag I think is uh is like a little touch on the hand. We were talking about like if you're just meeting someone and they are like you think they're flirting with you mm-hmm. but you don't know, but then they touch you on the hand. That is wonderful.
1: Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's a big, I think that's a big, like a go ahead green flag. But mm. is that
1: for everyone? Because there's that unwanted touch too, right? Of Where course. you're like, like I have, you know, dated someone, I was like, oh, this isn't going well. And then the touch just feels different. And you're like, oh, oof, no, that's a red flag, actually. Really? Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, like yes. it kind of goes the other way. Yes. But if you're into the,
1: if you're interested in that person, I could totally see how that's like, yeah. Yeah, a, a green flag.
0: If the t- if if there is any amount of touching and the touching <laughs> feels good, that's a pretty that's classic green flag. Love language. <laughs> that's a green flag uh, for me, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I don't have any examples either. But just think, I just thought it was an interesting thing. What are yeah. the green flags? Everyone wants to meow about red. How about we make it positive? How about green oh, flags?
1: I've got a green flag. Oh, go on. Um, when your partner is like sympathetic, this like for people who, like, menstruate or, like, Mm -hmm. use birth control, but, like, when they feel sympathetic and wish that they could do more, you know, where, like... It's like, it's <laughs> I wish I I wish I wish could take birth control, you know, mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm, that sort of thing. It's like, I wish you didn't mm-hmm. have to deal with that because I want to take on that burden for you. What's and a, that could go on with anything, but it's just like a specific example.
0: I mean, I was laughing because I feel like that's very basic empathy, but you're right. It is a big green flag. It is kind of a rare oh. thing. And the opposite would be the red flag, which is people who are grossed out by or uncomfortable or like icky dicky and don't want to talk about it. Or, or a
1: period. I've had, you know, previous Partners that are like, ew, like, don't tell me about your period. You gross. Really? Or like, I don't want to have sex or like touch you like when you're on your period <laughs> yes. and you feel like a fucking monster in your own body. Oh. That's red flag, green flag, the opposite. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit. I
0: agree. I don't care at
1: all. I completely you're beautiful. agree. beautiful. Yes. That's good shit. That's a green flag.
0: That is. It's a type of maturity, though. I think yeah. that comes with time, but we would love, I would love to see the the age uh, bar lower of when people <laughs> and especially young men yeah. reach maturity about that kind of stuff. <laughs> you, you, you could be chill about it. That would be really great.
1: Yeah. What else?
0: Well, here's a big one for me. Okay. iPhone user.
1: <laughs> you th- do you think Android's a red flag? Well, a little bit. Oh! I
0: just I know that. <laughs> Sometimes picture messages aren't going to go through, and are we going to have to get a a third-party app to send web-based messages? Oh, no. The the, the messages are going to be green instead of blue.
1: Don't you hate that? That actually is a thing because my partner went from an Android to an iPhone and our communication has been sweet because I know pictures are going through. I know we can FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing.
0: FaceTime, living in the same ecosystem. It really is like, they call it the ecosystem, right? The Apple ecosystem. Uh. It's like living on two different planets, one with an oxygen based atmosphere and one with nitrogen. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I could see that. Well, for,
0: you. Uh, for me, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I think there's lots to get to on this pod. It's a busy one this week. Yeah. So let's do get into it. Hopefully we'll have another one before Christmas.
1: Hopefully. Maybe.
0: Because then after that, I'm gone for so long in the new year. Oh,
1: yeah. I'm gone too at some point.
0: That's right. So it's L- such lots a wacky of
1: tales, pod. I'm sure, after that.
0: Hey, thank you for continuing... Because we are so back and forth with this pod and its schedule. But thank you for finding it. Thank you for enjoying it when you do. Tell your friends. Yeah. And leave us a review. We haven't encouraged anyone to do that in a long time. Did you see we got a really nice review, though, recently? No. Someone said they moved away from Victoria. And that listening to this specific podcast made them feel like they were back home in Victoria.
1: That's sweet. I want to find the name of that person. Okay, find you. (laughs) And thank you.
0: Please drop us a review wherever you find it, and enjoy. Love you. Oh, uh, hey, what are you watching? Uh, it's this Beatles documentary that just came out. It is so fascinating. I mean, just look at Paul McCartney. He is just coming up with Get Back, one of the biggest hit songs of all time, just off the top wow. of his head to watch him compose in real time. It's
1: mind-boggling to watch. It's incredible. I mean, it's not like that impressive. Here, like, watch this. Okay um I'll just come up with this oh, well <laughs> Somebody once told me the no, world hey, wait, is wait, gonna... Hang
0: on, with Jen, that's that's just All Star by oh, Smash Mouth. No,
1: I've never actually heard the song. I just made it up right now. Uh, it feels no, like no. I think, yeah. Can we just roll with it. Just roll again. with it. Oh, somebody God. once told me the world is gonna... No, roll that's me. that's the song. That's All Star. Somebody, somebody. somebody somebody's... Somebody's... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made that up.
0: Yeah, wow, it slaps. Good job. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's gonna be a hit. Thanks for
0: noticing. If you did, I was gone for two days.
1: <laughs> Woohoo. Uh, you went to like an absolute winter wonderland. Whistler looked beautiful this weekend. How yeah, was it?
0: It was uh, it was really amazing and fun. I went to Whistler. Um, I think it would it had been that was the first time I was there, maybe since the Olympics in wintertime. Whoa. So Long I time. was trying to look for I was like, where is that where is the exact route that Crazy John McDonald took drinking the beer walking through the village. Remember that? No. The snowboarder?
1: No, I don't remember that at all.
0: Yeah. And now he does pizza pickouts. What? Am I saying his name right? I was confused John McDonald with someone else. Anyways, the snowboarder. (laughs) Remember he was drinking a beer walking through town? I was like, I want to recreate that route. So that was fun in the village. And um, (laughs) then it was just really beautiful. Yeah, there was like a huge dump of snow while we were there. And so we got to experience Christmas time. Oh my gosh. Like beautiful white Snow everywhere covered in snow. It was really, really wonderful. I uh, highly recommend if you can get up either, I don't know, to Mount Washington mm. or whatever this uh, holiday season and just enjoy some some white, some dusting. Mm-hmm. It is Lovely.
1: I'm hearing that this year is going to be a big year for snow. Maybe even here in Victoria as well. We might see a little bit more than usual. That's, are you what, rumors the, about that that's what the meteorologists are saying. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's weather. We don't know what to really expect. But
0: I also invested before we went up in the winter tires, and I know we're running a bunch of ads for it. And I know it's <laughs> just how it is. Um, I. It was such a peace of mind, honestly, oh, yeah. that even when the roads were all uh, snowy, to be able to just roam around and not worry about it, I would recommend that too. But who cares what and I say?
1: What you missed out here in Victoria was just straight up rain. Oh, puddle jumping—that's about it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, sorry. I mean, I mean, I always mean John Montgomery, and he's the guy who does the Pizza Pig out in town. He yeah, hosts yeah. the Amazing Race Canada now. Yeah. I don't watch that, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. He was the uh, skeleton racer who won gold in 2010, and then there's that famous video of him walking through Whistler Village, and someone hands him an entire pitcher of beer, and he just drinks it.
1: Oh, <laughs> he's just walking around with a pitcher of beer. It's one yeah, of there my he is just walking and drinking. Yeah, it's Aww. one of my
0: favorite Olympic memories that's from 2010. Great. So that's what I wanted.
1: Oh, what a what a treasure he is. <laughs>
0: Vaccines that became available for uh, children recently. I got the most adorable picture from my sister of my nephew yeah. giving a big thumbs up. He's um Oh, gosh, I want to say seven years old now. <laughs> oh. uh, six or seven, right? Big yeah. thumbs up, right, for his vaccine. He was very brave about it. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big peace of mind thing happening for parents and kids all over the place.
1: Yeah, so people under 12 years old are able to get their first dose now. And a lot of vaccination clinics across Canada are trying to make it, you know, more fun yeah. and, like, kind of easy anxiety because, you know, needles can be scary. For kids, yeah. Yeah, so they have, like, different, like, stations set up, like a coloring station. Sometimes they play music. And- I saw
0: one with... a. Doggy!
1: Oh, they brought a dog A in.
0: real doggy. You could pet the doggy's ears while, you, you know what I mean? To That's calm down. Yeah, it was really so nice. So nice. Yeah.
1: I love that. Well, in Toronto, they decided to bring in a little character, a little mascot. Um, do you know who uh, Poker, Pokeroo is?
0: Yeah, I do know who Pokeroo is, and I reference Pokeroo a lot, but I didn't realize, I think it was only an Ontario thing, because oh. I grew up until I was nine years old in Ontario right and there was this very stupid character called Pokeroo do you have the audio of Pokeroo? I do here. Yeah. I
1: like the Pokeroo 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 it is the Pokeroo how'd you do? Pokeroo how are you? Pokeroo what do you say? Pokeroo uh, what a silly
0: guy Yeah so for Zoners who don't know Who didn't grow up in Ontario Cause you you had no idea Who Pokeru was I, right? I
1: also don't think I'm in the age range It was like in the eight, The late 80s uh, Early 90s, early 90s yeah. And I was like Born in the early 90s So I think yeah. it was like just a little bit too old.
0: That's what I thought it was one of these like elder millennial, like, younger millennial things that yeah. you and I deal with where we have this disconnect. But no, I think this is an Ontario thing. So let me explain. Po- so this show, Polka Dot Door, okay, <laughs> okay. there'd be two <laughs> human people on yeah. it, right? They'd be having a fun time. And then one would always make an excuse to leave, right? It was like, like I gotta go to the bathroom or something, right? And then what it would do is it would put on this a costume of this wow. eight foot tall polka dotted kangaroo. You thought it was a dog?
1: It was like a terrifying dog clown It's so, what it looks like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly,
0: and I was like, "Why kangaroo? That's not very indigenous to Canada." But okay, whatever. So then the pokaroo would come out, and it would get into a shenanigan of some kind. Okay, sing that song, Great. teach a lesson, and then it would leave. And then here's the best part. Yeah, sure. Obviously, the the other person on the show, right, would take off the pokaroo costume because yeah. that was the budget for okay. two humans only. Yeah. They would take off the co pokaroo <laughs> and come back, and we're like, and they'd be like, "I missed pokaaroo." <laughs>
1: Pokeroo was here? Okay, this all sounds really I can't exciting. it, right? This all sounds very fun for someone who is your age, but for children under 12, they have no idea who the heck Pokeroo is. Right. So bringing in this mascot, they're expecting like, oh, the kids are going to love this. And they're like, who the heck is that? Yeah. And they're like on their iPad, you know, watching Paw Patrol or whatever. <laughs> and Pokeroo pops in. And he's like, Pokeroo. Everyone's like, who is this? I feel like this would have been a good thing to bring to uh, an adult vaccination clinic. Yes, you know, maybe. I- when down. we were getting our first doses, that could have been more fitting. Sure, <laughs> yeah.
0: but for kids, are already like, I'm scared of the needle, and now what's this eight-foot clown dog? <laughs> pokeroo!
1: He's terrifying!
0: <laughs> A lot of owners texting in here saying that uh, Pokeroo and the polka dot door was on here in British Columbia in the early 90s, oh, so yeah. um, uh, they have some that. memories of poca- Pokeroo, polka dot door. But here's this weird... Here, listen to this message. Spencer writes... We definitely did watch the Polka Dot Door, but I have no memory of that character. Whoa. What are you talking about? That was the climax of the whole, every episode. Pokeroo showing up was like, <laughs> you lived for the Pokeroo. How could you watch Polka you remember, did
1: you, Maybe they just don't remember what the character looked like. Are I you thinking know. of
0: Under the Umbrella Tree? Mm-hmm. That had a bunch of, like, a little squirrel puppet.
1: I remember Pengu. Remember yes. that show?
0: Yes. That was fun. Climation Penguin. Yeah, yes. classic. I know it's a trick that, New parents will often use is oh, yeah. that you uh, can, if the baby's crying and crying, you can put him in the car and take him for a little drive. Oh. And uh, the purr of the engine and the rumble of the road noise will uh, sometimes uh, put baby right to sleep.
1: Right. Yeah. And um, in Hong Kong, I guess they've decided to roll with that idea. Because aren't
0: we all just adult babies? <laughs>
1: Yes. Well, (laughs) us specifically. Yes. (laughs) Um, And they have created these little like nap time bus routes where you as an adult human baby uh, can buy some time and they will just take you on a bus ride around the city so you can fall asleep because a lot of people can't get sleep in their houses because it's too noisy. But they know that it's a relaxing thing to be on a bus. Mm -hmm. You get a little like sleep mask and you just go on a nice, soft, mild route around town. And it's not all that expensive,
0: even Mm -hmm. 50 bucks American, whatever that translates to 85 kilometer journey. But the pictures that I'm seeing is this. You can tell this is a startup. This is in early development (laughs) stage because it's just an old double decker. Looking like a tourist bus, mm-hmm. like or even like a city bus, so it's still bus seats.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can put beds in or something. That's what I'm
0: thinking. <laughs> like you've got to renovate this bus because have you have you ever tried to sleep on a bus, Jen.
1: Accidentally, so, I've fallen asleep on a bus yes yeah.
0: if you're in dire straits or just the the tiredness takes you mm-hmm. you can pass out on a bus but then your neck is cranked and you're upset when you wake up and it's bad mm-hmm. And if you try if you're like I really need to get some sleep on this bus, that's a nightmare as well. I
1: don't yeah
0: for some reason your head always like pokes into something. Was all of a almost something to poke your head, <laughs> right, The uh, side of the I've, bus,
1: or you're falling asleep on a person, or someone is falling asleep on you. Have you had that happen of course, in a bus? Yes. Oh.
0: And not to mention just like the the space in between seats poking your back, junk. Mm. Get us recliners on there. Get yeah. us comfy beds or a cot.
1: Maybe they can have an option is that there's just going to be a random person sitting beside you the whole time, and you can just snuggle up to their shoulder.
0: Okay, I don't know how much extra that would cost, but that's the premium package. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh, still interesting and weird to see uh, Parliament get get back going with this hybrid version of it. Right. You know, in Ottawa, whereas like some people are there, some people are still on Zoom, which mm-hmm. we're all used to and makes sense now. But it's so it's very odd to hybridize that because House House of Commons is so like. It's supposed to look ancient, right? right. With it's wood and it's green seats and all that. And then you get these people zooming in in their very modern, very normal houses.
1: Their apartment with their cats in the background. Yes. You know, it's like very casual, yet they're wearing a tie. And it's just like there's so a bed weird. in the background. You're like, what is happening? Yeah. Well, there has been some issues with that um, recently in the news. And I, I thought this was funny. I'm not going to mention any names, but there okay. was a, an environment minister who was on Zoom. And then there were some people who were in the House of Commons And one of them Like accused them For using props As a way to like As like a partisan symbol (laughs) And as a way to like push their own agenda
0: And what was it?
1: It was a bike in the background
0: like hanging on the wall?
1: Yeah. So they're like, yeah, he's the environment minister. There's a bike in the background. This is the message that he's trying to push with this prop.
0: Because <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. No. Usually for Parliament. If you brought a bike in there, they'd get you. You can't bring that in here. What are you trying to say? Yeah, right. Right. So they're telling
1: you, oh, you have to make it as neutral as possible. But it got me thinking about our meetings and the stuff that's like behind me, which I've got like a bike rack with a few bikes.
0: Which is, yeah. Sometimes yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. boxing
1: bag. You
0: like, legitimately have that. And Look at the boxing bag is one thing. Yeah. That you box in your house, but even the bikes, I kind of feel this. It's intimidating. Multiple bikes just hanging behind. Yes. It's like, what are you trying to say to us right now? Okay. We get it. You like bicycling. Okay. You're strong enough to lift it onto a wall. Stop
1: threatening us, Jen. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean I was, I didn't mean to come off as aggressive in these meetings, but maybe I should look into that. Yeah get rid of my bikes. I mean, you've got a whole bar behind you. I'm like, this guy likes to party. It's
0: just where I (laughs) happen to set up is in the dining room. I happen to have like a bar cart with a very well-stocked liquor cabinet. (laughs) I know. Does that make me look very unprofessional when I show up for work on Monday mornings? Oh, It
1: looks like you know how to have fun on the weekends. That's about it.
0: Great. (laughs) That's not what I'm trying to tell people. Well, it is the season now, and everyone is sharing their Spotify wrapped playlists.
1: Yeah, mine checks out, I'd have to say.
0: Yeah, mine too. It's actually just fun to see how much great new music people are discovering and enjoying.
1: Oh, how about oh, you, Kirsten? Kirsten and
0: James, you didn't had a baby this year. How, how about you?
1: I, my cool uh, Raffy, Baby Beluga, number one. Cool. Um, number two, Akuna Matata, The Lion King. You remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, the, uh, number three, A, B, C, D. The you
0: that? alphabet? I I
1: know that one. <laughs> the yeah. alphabet song. The alphabet, yeah. Okay. Um, oh, a total banger, though. Wheels on the bus. Right? Am I right? <laughs> are you okay? <sighs> the wheels on the bus go round and round.
0: Yeah, that's round a rap all right?
1: And round. <laughs>
0: There's this new discovery that's getting a lot of attention right now, even though it's like we were really digging into it. There's really not much to it, actually. Mm -hmm. But I think it's got everything that people really like, and that is um – they found an eco-friendly alternative to plastic. Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I think we all know how detrimental plastic can be to the environment, right? Mm-hmm. Eco-friendly, and um, also it's made out of sperm. Oh. Yeah. So you get to have the the word sperm right there, first word right in the headline. Absolutely.
1: People love that. People I mean, love it. We clicked on the link and did a little bit more digging, and uh, I mean, it's cool. So what they use is salmon sperm,
0: and particularly two short strands of DNA from salmon sperm.
1: Right, and then they mix it in with some other chemicals and it creates a kind of like squishy plastic. And they were able to make like a cup out of it, Mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. A cup? puzzle
0: pieces oh, puzzle pieces. and a little recreation of a DNA molecule. How cute. It like it freeze dries, it solidifies, it works like plastic. Now it does have some shortcomings that we identified reading this. I mean
1: the main one, it's being used b- 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 from salmon. This can't be good for the salmon population. This can't be good for salmon farming in general.
0: <laughs> well imagine every single piece of plastic, every soda <laughs> bottle in the world now has to be made from salmon sperm really that not. would decimate. That <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> would not be good for salmon.
1: Yeah. Um, what was the other thing?
0: It melts when you get it wet.
1: <laughs> oh. So you have to keep it dry. Yeah. Now you can add waterproof coatings. Now that's going to make it more difficult to recycle. Oh, that was the whole so, point in the first place. I mean, cute. Now you have a novelty salmon sperm cup and a puzzle made out of salmon sperm. That's cool, but uh, yeah, not necessarily great for larger quantities. <laughs>
0: but you know what's good about this? At least they're trying. Yeah. I wouldn't know to go and try to make plastic out of salmon (laughs) sperm I wouldn't have had that idea in a hundred years if you locked me in a room said think of a way to make new plastic I never would have come up with that Right. they're trying all sorts of stuff God bless you, good luck, keep going, you'll get there Okay, we're reading this very interesting article out of uh, Capital Daily right now. They did a pretty deep dive into some numbers and some statistics about um, the dropping fertility rate here in Victoria, which is different than the births per capita rate. Okay, okay. It takes into account, like, yes, we have an elderly population and all that. And it just found that Victoria has the lowest rate of people choosing to start a family and have kids in the entire country.
1: That's interesting because, I mean, when I first moved to Victoria, everyone would say that phrase to me, which was newlyweds and nearly deads. And we yeah, right. just rolled your eyes. I know. I feel that way too. Yeah. And I don't think there, I don't know if that's true anymore. It was just a phrase that was kind of thrown around a lot uh, years ago. And right. I haven't heard it too much uh, these days, but um, being someone who's living in Victoria, I can, uh, I can understand. Where this uh, these statistics are coming from? Yeah, you know, yeah. um, I mean, I am just honestly, I'm someone who, as of right now, I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. I mean that may change in the future. Of course, everyone's going to have their opinions, but for me, my personal choice right now, I am not having kids.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I are not alone in that, and uh, in- here in Victoria, especially, um, it's dropping across the country. But what I'm trying to like find is what exactly it is about Victoria that makes people not want to have kids in such large numbers. So mm-hmm. uh, affordability is obviously one Ooh. big one, and we know how tight that is in Victoria. Okay, yeah. that's one. Um, Climate anxiety. Right. When the news is full all the time of, you know, climate change, not just being around the corner, but us in British Columbia, we are actively being affected by it already this year, you know. So that has people not wanting to have kids so much. And then they think as well, there might be just like Victoria's a little cutie hipster town. And there's this cultural shift Mm -hmm. away from that class of thing of having a family and towards like for me. I like to go on vacation. (laughs) and I don't want to take care of anybody while I'm barely taking care of myself on that vacation. So, you know, that's kind of what it is for a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and some people are just saying, you know, life is getting in the way because uh, a lot of people are having children later because they're getting into their careers a little later and Mm -hmm. there's switches and everything. Just culture in general is shifting.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to look at these numbers and to know Mm. that Victoria has this uh, unique distinction. Um, Here's what I think they ought to do, though. If they want to, raise this fertility rate. Um, this morning I saw, have you ever seen when like preschools, I guess, take a dozen little kids, I mean like really little kids. Okay. And they take them for a walk and they're all bundled up in their little snowsuits and whatever. And then they like tie them all together with a string.
1: And they're all wearing little (laughs) colored pennies.
0: Yeah. And they're like, they're walking like it's a bunch of ducks in a row and they're they're walking downtown. I saw a gaggle of them this morning crossing Pandora street and I was like. Oh my god, little kids are cute They're oh, very cute Maybe I do want to have children Oh my god So if you expose a lot of people to the string The tied together string of children It might make people rethink that <laughs> Ahead of their performance at the Grey Cup Canadian modern alternative rock and roll artist The Arkells are facing a trademark claim From a man named Ron Kells Who says that his first initial and last name Kells. Is being used without his permission
1: In a parallel universe Maybe there is a band called the Ron Kells And all of their songs are about a guy named Ron 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 And it is Ron There's some news about, do you remember that uh, business that opened up? It was the V2V Vacations. They went from downtown Victoria to downtown Vancouver. Unfortunately, do. they didn't last very long. Yeah. But that boat was beautiful, hey? Like that catamaran. Yes. It was like kind of like bougie inside, almost yacht looking. Well, it's for sale right now. They actually dropped the price from $6 million to about, oh, what is it? $4.8 million. So it's up for grabs if anyone wants it.
0: That'd be a nice boat to have within the fleet. That's what I'm thinking is going to buy this. Someone who already owns... Many multi-million dollar <laughs> boats And then they're like, oh yeah, sure We'll throw on a little V2V action in there as well A little
1: cutie boat for 4.8 mil I want to make jokes about this But
0: I feel bad because this is someone's business who didn't, I
1: know! Didn't go I wanted it to succeed Because that convenience of downtown Victoria to downtown Vancouver is yeah. what Every local wanted
0: I was supposed to go to a Canucks game this weekend That would have been
1: Ooh, yeah. So nice Either that Harbor Air is real nice or just Doing it straight from a boat Oh, I love that Yeah
0: Did you ever go on it? Do you know how bougie it was inside?
1: because it was a bit out of my price range That was the thing
0: That's always the thing We always want to go to the mainland We always want to have (laughs) a new novel Good way to go there Yeah Whether it's this catamaran a um, uh, Helicopter Zipline Bridge, mm-hmm. And then we always get so mad that the price tag is more than $25.
1: In the meantime, I'd like to have a Christmas party on that thing. Well. Just a floating little Christmas party. Can we rent it out? Pony up. <laughs> 4.8 mil. Let's go. Let's go.
0: We are... Expecting and waiting on possibly having some snow mm-hmm. in the Victoria region over the next day or so, right?
1: That's right. It's not supposed to be too much snow, though. There's just a chance of it overnight tonight a little dusting. and in oh, the morning. You
0: ask that, you or you say that though, as if that doesn't completely hobble our city. Oh, Even yeah. a dusting could just turn this whole place into a nightmare town. Well,
1: that's true. We're already still dealing with damage from the floods right now. It just won't. yeah, we don't need that much snow. Please, please hold off. Um, in Denmark, they got a bunch of snow, and uh, it, it just like came out. With like I don't know thirty centimeters of sl- snow within wow. a really short period of time, and everyone who was in an IKEA at the time, there's about thirty people there. Um, unfortunately, they got trapped in there because of the snow.
0: Unfortunately. Well, that seems pretty great to me, actually.
1: Right. If you're I gonna mean, be trapped anywhere. Yeah, and it was only just one night over overnight in IKEA. Everyone was okay. Yes, but like, what a what a decent place to be trapped. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's a it's a terrible situation. They probably had things to do, and it sucks. But like, if you could get trapped anywhere, that sounds pretty nice. You have so many beds to choose from. Yeah, you can pretend to finally live in one of those living rooms in the kitchen. You're playing house the whole time. Think about all the meatballs you can be eating. Meatballs, exactly. All the cinnamon buns.
0: Yeah, honestly, I there's no downside to this. I cannot <laughs> imagine a, like I'm trying to think like uh my maybe my dog need to be let out overnight and no one was there to let him in. Yeah.
1: Right, we'll pee's on the floor, big deal. I got to spend a night in <laughs> IKEA. Right, I think I would actually pay for this. I would pay like $50 to spend a night in Ikea.
0: If it ever like goes south for them, the uh, furniture, the modular furniture um, uh, business model, Mm -hmm. well, just stay, keep those warehouses exactly as they are and then hit up Airbnb. Uh I've a lot of people would have big, throw big parties in Ikea. If Uh, they're doing it with the Home
1: Alone house, why not? Uh, Here's the downside is that they couldn't figure out how to turn the lights off. Oh. So you got these, like, bright fluorescent lights just what? beaming down on you. The staff was like, we don't know how to turn these things off for security <laughs> reasons. We have them on at oh, all no. times, so we are sleeping under these fluorescent lights. Okay, never that mind. sounds like hell. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like hell.
0: This is my first Christmas now without a pickup truck in many years, and honestly— putting Christmas tree in back of truck was like reason, I want to say number two or maybe three of buying pickup truck in the first place. Hmm. And so now without it, I was real I was missing that truck so much. Oh, oh my God, it's so good. You just you just toss that tree in the back of the truck. Who even cares, dude?
1: That's very Who cool. Who cares? Did you rope Zap, it? Sap, it doesn't matter. What? Did you, did you rope it and then just drag it behind you instead now that you have an SUV? No, I
0: didn't. And I probably should have put it on top of the car, right? That's where yep. trees go now. Did
1: you put it in- in your car? Yeah. Was there pine needles everywhere? Yeah. Why did not you put it on top?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think you of it. You it just, in the back
1: seat. Yeah, I
0: just put the seats down. The seats, the back seats fold down, and oh, I okay. shoved it. I guess that makes sense. It was all the way up to the front oh. windshield, back to, <laughs> to get the tailgate closed. Yeah,
1: did you get like a 12-footer or what? Yeah, so it's why a tall you boy. Put it on top of your- or drag it. Honestly, dragging it would have been a better option. Well, at least you have a, a tree uh, now, and you've got a lot of chores to do, including yeah. vacuuming your car. Joy
0: to the world, yeah. all right.
1: <laughs> oh. I read
0: a great uh, headline that there was a guy in Italy who didn't want to get his vaccine, you know? Some yeah. people don't want to get their vaccines. Yeah. So he used
1: a fake arm. <laughs> old trick you imagine? i'm just picturing him like putting a baguette like under his shirt and just being like cr- fingers crossed they don't notice that they're actually putting it in a baguette
0: and he's just chuckling himself yeah. <laughs> gotcha. butter that bread <laughs> <laughs> <All> garlic action
1: <laughs> wow yeah that's the first i've heard of that that's super creative um <laughs> i wonder i guess he got caught because now it's a headline so it i wonder if he Denmark. ever did yeah. get vaccinated we will never so. know It's a wild time with the Canucks right now. They just fired their head coach, Travis Green, and their general manager. Yes, and we
0: have an idea. No one knows more about Vancouver Canucks and hockey
1: than Canucks Twitter. So many experts tweeting constantly. They have three followers, but they know how to run the game.
0: So, what we say is rather than hiring fallible human beings, just do whatever the
1: tweets say as they happen. This is gonna be a winning year for the Canucks.
0: Here are some real Canuck tweets that we think could really turn things around for the team.
1: You got to hire a president of Hockey Ops, give them full autonomy, wash the season down the tub, do a proper rebuild this time, that's for sure.
0: You can't be stuck in the notion that we can't rebuild because we have Bo and JT like we did with the Sedins in 2014.
1: I don't know what that means. I have
0: no idea what that means, but it sounds good. That
1: sounds like what a coach would say. That was tweeted with confidence. Put him in. Read Chad's.
0: This team should strive to be industry leaders in anything related to human performance. There should be a Focus on continuous building slash evolution rather than the idea of building to a final product and seeing how the chips fall after that. Yeah,
1: they were not. They were not focusing on getting better. That was what what Chad thinks. So maybe if they focused on that,
0: these are real tweets and they could make a difference. It was Christmas tree putting up weekend this uh, weekend in Victoria. It seems like everywhere we went, that was what was going on. How many did you count on the rooftop of cars? Yeah,
1: that was my game this weekend. I was like counting. I think I counted six. Oh, One wow. day and then for the other. Wow! Yeah, just like waiting in line for the ferry. I was surprised people were also taking their trees over to the mainland. Is that what you saw? <laughs> yeah, with? I saw that a few times.
0: Yeah. Want those good island trees? You can't <laughs> get good so. trees on the mainland. Everyone knows that. It's <laughs> like a good shaft. You just cannot get it. Oh, true. In Vancouver, you got to bring island tree.
1: You got your tree this weekend.
0: Yeah, put the tree up this weekend. It was really great. Um, except for that, we have a kitten in our house. Mm-hmm. She's under a year old still and very curious. And And um, I've never had this before. My cat, previous, had no interest. Would sit under the tree. What a treat. The greatest gift of all. Yeah. This kitten, I think, is going to take down the tree. (laughs) She already (laughs) took down one of our baubles. We have these nice vintage. We found these, like, vintage glass baubles. You can't buy them like this anymore. Mm. Already one is smashed. Oh, no. She knocked it off.
1: Yeah, that's going to happen. You know what? I was reading online because I was afraid I have three cats at home, <laughs> um, which they're just not interested in the tree. But what we did is we just left it without any ornaments or lights for a couple days. And then we're slowly adding to it. So it's not like, what is this huge tree with all these fun toys on it immediately? Right, right. Um, and now they just sit underneath it. Like, yeah, the presence that they are.
0: That's a good idea. Because, yeah, we made a whole it was an event <laughs> last night. We had, uh, you know what I bought yesterday? today? Frosty the Snowman. No, sorry. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer soundtrack. Burl Ives oh, nice. singing Holly Jolly Christmas. Bought it on vinyl. Had mm. it on repeat in the house. Eggnog, right, dancing, mm. putting the star up top, decorating the tree. Jolly. We were making an event, and you think that's what attracted the cats?
1: Oh, maybe. But, I mean, there are other tips that people, like, go for every year. I mean, there's the upside-down Christmas tree where you hang it from the ceiling instead, or you can, like, tie it to to your wall.
0: That always works. I saw one video where the person like brings the tree in the house and then attacks the cat with it. No! Scares the cat. The cat now regards the tree as a
1: formidable enemy and leaves it alone forever. I mean, I guess that works, but you need to put that cat in therapy now. I
0: know. I don't like it either. We covered the cats attacking the tree and what you can do. Obviously, the real trick is if your cat is super interested in it, don't hang the dangly things near the bottom or where they can look at it. That is very attractive to cats. Um, What I want to do right now, though, is just have a shout out to dogs.
1: Oh, yeah. Shout out, dogs.
0: You never hear dogs messing with the tree. But not only that, how often do you hear of a dog walking over and peeing on a tree?
1: Oh, I haven't heard about that, but I'm sure there's going to be stories in the text line now. <laughs> Both those things.
0: <laughs> you bring a live tree into the house. Dog is so used to going outside, lifting a leg on every pea, every tree it sees. Yeah. Right? I've never heard a story of a dog peeing on a Christmas tree.
1: Oh, well, there's this new poll that has come out, and uh, when it comes to living in Alberta, half of the Canadians outside of the province say no. I don't want to live there. Huh. No, thank you. Wow. Yeah. So they found that 80% of the people in Alberta are comfortable living there. They're like, yeah, <laughs> so. you know what? 80% of us. Yeah, we, we're happy living here. We chose to live here. It's pretty nice. And then 50% of those outside of the rest of Canada said, no, uh, well, we're not going to be comfortable there. So it's just about a 50, 50 split wow. of people who actually want to live there. Um, I think the people who would know best of whether or not Alberta is a good place to live or the people that are actually living in Alberta. <laughs> But there's a bit of bias there, being like, "Yeah, I live here, so I'm proud," right? Exactly. And I don't yeah, want to yeah. dunk on Alberta here, but this is just according to the poll.
0: Oh, All right, I'll dunk a little bit. <laughs> okay. um, I ha- I lived in Alberta for a little while. Oh, it yeah. was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know, yeah. The I mean, the people are great. There seems to be a lot of ambition, mm. and uh, I lived in a very very small town, so that's a whole another kettle of fish. But um, and I drove through Edmonton this past summer and it was, it was okay. Yeah. I felt like it was a lot of fun.
1: That's what I've heard about Alberta is that the people are really, really nice. It's like that real community feel where everyone's willing to help each other out. Yes. And like, yeah, people will hop in their truck and help you if you get stuck kind of thing, which we see here in Victoria when there's a snowstorm. (laughs) But I think that's part of it where it's like really extreme temperatures. It's extreme there. So you kind of have to work together a little bit more, right?
0: Totally. I think, you know what, look at, from See the shining sea and then the, to the other shining sea up top of Canada I don't think there's any place I would not want to live at least for a little while yeah everywhere I've been everywhere's really great and I think that yeah that's right this like us versus them dunk upon about the provinces whatever right like yeah. if you ask these same people about British Columbia they'd probably be like oh no 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 I wouldn't want to live
1: there either too many mountains right you know too much ocean that might <laughs> fall in too much beautiful scenery I can't yeah exactly
0: everyone's just like nope I, where I choose to live is the best place and I shan't live Everywhere anywhere else, but of course you don't want to move away from Victoria.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Some are saying it's a lovely place.
1: Yeah. They said th- I would go back, absolutely. I mean, it's affordable living there, right?
0: <gasps> okay, that's a huge thing. The affordability, number one, taxes are lower, mm-hmm. but yeah, talk about uh, housing affordability. For what you can get here in Victoria, you can probably get a huge mansion and uh, enjoy all the time you want in there.
1: Right. Chad said uh, it's too cold, there's no ocean, it's too flat, there's too many Albertans. Oh boy, Chad did not like it, but spent two years in Red Deer, right?
0: What is that, man? I don't
1: know. Um, someone
0: mentioned the snow and how it's not fun to shovel.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like it? No. You wouldn't like dealing with the snow? Unless I got one of those cool ones, like almost like the lawnmower, a snow blower. The snow blower? Yeah.
0: Let me tell you, I've lived in cold provinces before, okay, with snow? Snowblowers rule they're so much fun. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Have you seen it? The way it, like, (laughs) shoots the blowing, the arch of snow into your yard? It's so much fun.
1: Yeah, I'd get sick of it, though, within 20 minutes, though. Having to do that every day. Nah, not into it.
0: Then you pay a neighbor kid. (laughs) And you can afford it because housing is so much more affordable.
1: (laughs) That's true. I mean, you do make a good point. I'd give it a try. I'd give it a try. Would you? Oh, yeah, I'd give it a try.
0: Okay, I'll start looking up some like long-term <laughs> Airbnbs okay. and ship you off to Alberta for a bit. I refuse to believe this new science that you are presenting to me. I feel like I've been on the side of science my whole life. And, I believe in it.
1: I mean, I it. after talking about, too, like uh, the difference between Alberta and BC, and one of the main differences that mm-hmm. a lot of people say is that, like, BC, yeah, it's not snowy, but we got that wet cold.
0: The wet cold is a real thing. The wet cold, you feel it in your bones, okay?
1: It just feels different. I've
0: done that. I've traveled from Victoria cold to Alberta cold, and you absolutely feel the difference as soon as you get off the plane in your bones. That yeah, is science.
1: Yeah, there's every every year, there's like, I'm colder. No, it's colder here. And it gives us a, a point of pride almost, you yes. know? We're like, yeah, we can experience cold. We're tough here Our in BC. Our life is harder than you. <laughs> okay. Um, well, science is saying, after a few different studies of meteorologists and researchers coming together. They're saying there's actually no difference between a dry cold or a wet cold. And then they said sorry after. Uh,
0: Do you understand? This is one of the tenets of life that I hold so closely to my heart. I refuse to accept this into my heart that there's no difference between a wet and dry cold.
1: I know that! Okay, well, what they're saying is that, you know, the the temperature is the temperature. It's colder, that means it's colder. If it's warmer, that means it's warmer. But the other elements are what come into play. So they are saying... well here here's what they're saying. If you were you were kept dry in a wet cold environment like here in BC. You uh-huh. weren't soaking wet, so you got an umbrella on, you got a good pair of Birkenstocks or no wait, Blundstones yes. on and you're in full rain gear, you know, you're probably not going to get that cold as long as you stay dry, but as soon as you get damp, that's when your temperature goes down is what they're saying. So, I mean, technically, yeah, wet cold can feel colder a little bit. But if you're staying dry, then it's the same. It's the same. Cold is cold.
0: What the hell are we all doing out here? It's all about what we feel. (laughs) Yeah. Cold isn't something we intellectualize (laughs) in our brains in that way. We go outside and we're like, well, chilly, need a jacket.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly agree. And everyone in the text line is agreeing too.
0: Are they? Yeah,
1: wetness gets through your clothes. It's still different. But yeah, science is like, well, technically it's the other elements that are what are more uncomfortable and not the actual temperature. That's what we're experiencing here, which is frustrating, but scientific, I guess.
0: Science, do you want to take a minute and rewrite your little study here?
1: (laughs) Everyone's telling me I'm incorrect. I'm like, I'm just reading what the researchers are telling me.
0: (laughs) I know, Dumpling Jane, This is about these scientists who said this.
1: I'm like, I agree. I, I agree.
0: I think like they just were having a bad day and wanted to ruin everyone else's life. <laughs> yeah, you should see the comments on this article. <laughs> <laughs> because Go for it, it feels different. it goes <laughs> through your clothes. Uh, uh, these are universal truths. I don't need numbers to tell me what's up. Yeah. All of our friends in Alberta are like, oh my god, Only it's only m- minus one there? Blah, blah, we deal with minus 30 all the time. Uh, they don't know about the wet cold mm-hmm. that is affecting our bones. <laughs>
1: Right to the bones. Okay. Okay, so Zoners have been texting us why they think wet cold is colder than dry cold. Jason just straight up says, scientists are wrong. Take away their science degree. Incorrect. Humid cold chills you to the bones. That's the scientific evidence right there. Yeah. Correct. (laughs) Did they look at my bones? (laughs) Get a sample of my bones and then come back to me, okay? Yeah, thanks, science.
0: Devin says dry heat and human he- human heat are totally different too. Oh yeah, that is absolutely true. Sure. Just ask my forehead when I'm in a humid <laughs> place and I'm sweating buckets. Devin also says windshield plays a part too. Oh yeah. Did you even mention the windshield,
1: <laughs> scientist? We
0: didn't, didn't get to that part. Think about that. Uh,
1: Ian says the wet goes through your clothes, so I disagree. We know about the goes through your clothes.
0: Uh, <laughs> Uh, Adam has a great idea. We need a moisture chillometer. Yeah. Temperature, but plus it also has the chillometer. And so it, it tells you that it feels like minus five.
1: Tells you about that wet cold beyond yeah. windchill too. How you feel, how you emotionally feel when you're in the cold. I think that's where we're at.
0: <sighs> See, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever hear the weather reports? <laughs> They're like, oh, it's minus 10, but with the windshield, it feels like minus 15. Why would they tell us that unless that was real? Okay. And you should, right. Same thing. You should be telling us about the wet cold because of my bones. Yeah. And if you want to take a little moisturometer, have a look at my mustache. I- little driplets get really driply droplet
1: Um, Yeah, if you want to actually read the article, it's through the CBC. They did a great job. They have real experts telling us why we're wrong, so you can go and read that, okay?
0: Where are these? These experts are a bunch (laughs) of Alberta people, okay? They're trying to make us feel bad about our wet-cold excuse. That's That's what's going on.
1: The new coach of the Vancouver Canucks, Bruce Boudreaux, he had his first day on the job, and he casually slipped out an F-bomb. Thanks, guys.
0: Oh well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Canucks Twitter absolutely loves it, and so do we. Honestly. Oh yeah, it was great. That's just some dad noises. Getting up out of your chair. We make them too, right?
1: Yeah, but because we're on the radio, we can't say the f word, so we have alternatives. Mm, Fucking pork.
0: <sighs> Crumb snakes. Frogs. X. Uh oh, my hot pockets are done in the toaster oven. I gotta go get them. Bob Saget. I love all year-end lists. It's one of my favorite things about this time of the year, but with this list I wasn't really expecting to crop up and for me to get excited about, Uh, animals that scientists declared extinct in 2021.
1: Oh, that's my least favorite list. (laughs) I know.
0: It's kind of a bummer, and the culprits are all kind of, you know, what you would imagine, destroyed wilderness and uh, invasive species and pollution and things like that. But Mm -hmm. um, the list this year, actually, it's a lot of mussels. Okay. Okay. That's probably climate change. Yeah. There's a little fruit bat on it.
1: A little fruit bat.
0: And then mostly it's small birds.
1: Okay. Why are they why are they all extinct?
0: House cats outside. No way. Yeah, that's Actually, what they're saying. The scientists are like, look at these types of losses are preventable. Keep your cat in the house. Wow. Because yeah, cats are killing birds and in cats, huge numbers. They're
1: doing well, I guess, having a big snack Cancer. outside. Okay. You know who else is doing well? Huh. Um your old goldfish that you used to have as a pet oh. that you released into the water. You just were like, I'm done with it. And you yeah. just released it into any water way. Um, apparently in Ontario, this is actually becoming a problem where they have found so many massive goldfish. Like the ones that used to be, oh, maybe a couple inches long yeah. are now a foot long and wide. And they're round because they are doing so well in these oceans. But it's not good, not oceans, uh, the waterways. Yeah. But it's not good for all of the native species there <laughs> because it's, yeah, it's like cloud. So what they're saying here, let me read it from uh,
0: uh,
1: the oceans, Fisheries and Oceans Canada. They say in large numbers, goldfish can destroy aquatic habitats by tearing up aquatic plants for food and clouding the waters, which means less sunlight and less food for our native species. And they're saying that they also thrive on toxic blue-green algae and may even cause like more growth in that kind of algae as well.
0: Well, listen, I mean, you're all, this is all the details, but- What's the story here? They're not supposed to be in there.
1: Yeah, they're not supposed to be in there. they are not they're supposed having- to put them in there. They're not supposed yeah. to be in there, and they can mess things up. So and- if you just, like, drop it in a sewer, you know, and it goes into the lake, uh, however it gets there, through a river or whatever, well, then, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be having a great time. It's going to be thriving for sure, but all the other species aren't doing so well because of them.
0: Well, you know, it is good to know that, you know, that thing you hear, like goldfish will just get bigger and bigger, and yeah. just It's true. <laughs> it's and they'll true. get so big, they'll eat the whole world. <laughs> yeah.
1: Paul, oh, Paul, where are you? It's time to start the show. Come on, let's go. Silence, West. I ponder
0: the orb.
1: Pondering the orb. Pondering the orb. Oh, he's always doing this. How long is it going to take?
0: Only the orb may dictate when I, uh, god dang it this thing's been on the fritz lately. Could you call the engineer in for me,
1: actually? Oh, okay, yeah, sure. Hey, Bob, can you help us? Hey, team,
0: how's it going? Is there anything I can help you with today? It's doing that thing again. Hmm, have you
1: tried turning it off and on again?
0: Yes, obviously I did that. You know what, It's, it's fine, it's fine. I'll deal with this another time. Thanks anyways. All right, I'll see you later. Now, what are you doing? Um, I'm turning it off and back orb again. (laughs) I was lying. I didn't really do that before. Yeah, I know you didn't do that.
1: You came in very excited because you saw something spectacular in the wild today. Here's the other
0: thing I'm excited about today. Driving in, right? And um, I look, there's a playground. And uh, do you know those playgrounds? Uh, For kids that have, like, it's like hamster (laughs) sawdust for children. That's, like, the base of it at the ground. It's, like, big, I guess, wood chips or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm pretty sure this is what I saw. It was a little ways away from my car, but as I'm driving. And it's a two-person operation, Mm -hmm. and they're clearly, like, city workers, right? And one person is wearing, like, a high-vis vest, Mm and kind of just, like, standing there and supervising. And the Mm -hmm. other person has this big hose, like, huge hose, big diameter, okay? At least, like, a foot wide. And it's just, like... Blasting out and refilling new wood chips for this playground. Wow. With, with like a hose and then yeah. it was like an opposite vacuum of wood chips, like chugga, 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 Shooting out wood chips. And apparently that's how they replenish the wood chips.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. On so playgrounds. Just going in with a shovel, it seems way more effective.
0: I had no idea. <laughs> Incredible. I thought, like, what a great job. Like, you probably that somebody's. It's all like one part of a person's job that works for the city. But those city jobs, I bet there's a lot of days like that where you just get to do really fun stuff. Yeah, that
1: does look pretty fun. Um, But I just remember like back in the day when we had playgrounds, we would use like those pebbles and we don't see those anymore. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I was
1: reading about it. And the reason being is because you have to keep it like very level. Otherwise, like injuries go up because people like to dig holes in them and then they're just landing on the concrete or whatever it is underneath. So they don't use that anymore. But then I remember when they switched to mulch and then... And you would just be covered in splinters when you went home. I was yes. like, what's better though? The injury, yeah, more major injuries are gone, but we're just covered in splinters at all times. But now we see those like rubber matted playgrounds. Those are the bougie playgrounds.
0: Those are the bougie playgrounds of the future for sure. Yeah. And uh, I guess those are pretty good.
1: There's probably still a hose to like hose those down, you know? That's probably still a fun job. There's
0: likely a hose. <laughs> <laughs> I just wonder what In the distant future, what playground bottoms will be made out of? Ooh. Are they working on the next thing? The rubber's good for now, but what's next?
1: Just straight up trampolines. Oh, I've been (laughs) to a park with trampolines. Oh, that's cool. Built onto the ground. Pretty sweet. Do you know what a, a black box is on a plane?
0: Yeah, it's the little recording device that even if the entire rest of the plane blows up, the black box survives and it tells you what happened on the plane crash.
1: Yeah, so it's like indestructible. It's got all the data on there. Now, um, apparently we have one that is being made for the entire world. So if there were ever, you know, a catastrophe of sorts, maybe due to climate change, that's kind of why they're making it, Mm -hmm. that we could tell future humans what we have done wrong. And we have every piece of data that we like have ever recorded in uh, the most recent histories. Like, here are the things that we've been doing in the last little bit. This is what went wrong. Don't make the same mistakes.
0: So that if anyone survives, they'll be able to look at the black box and be like, oh, look at the mistakes they made. The developers of this black box say it... Might sound depressing, and it that does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to think like that, yes.
0: But on the optimistic side, they think that uh, politicians and business leaders and people who could really make a difference—they think that if they're recording what they do oh. for posterity, mm-hmm. for the future, they might take better actions.
1: Right. Yeah. They're seeing it right now as like a hopeful thing. It's like, hopefully we don't get to this point. So let's work on it right now. So we never have to use this thing or, (laughs) you know, future people won't have to look at this either. The future people will be us still. But it got me thinking about like things that, uh, you know, we created as humans that you like kind of wish we hadn't and you want the future people to like, oh, kind of go back in time. Like if we could go back in time and not create this thing. Right. Let's let's help them out, you know.
0: So what's on your list?
1: Um, I think like social media in general. Yes. Like oh, I wish we didn't do the whole Facebook thing.
0: Yeah, I would. That's what I thought too. I would like do a printout of a really um, especially bad Facebook comment thread. Oh, yeah. You know, just print it out, a hundred pages, whatever it is, and then take a big black sharpie and write "Whoops" on it, and just put that <laughs> whole document into the black box. Yeah.
1: Um, I was thinking on that note as well. Just ads before any videos. On YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> if they did have YouTube, I don't like those. Um, glitter is another thing. Oh, just wow. put like a box of glitter in there, and they'd be like, "Oh, what is this terrible stuff?"
0: The people of this time were <laughs> monsters.
1: How did they do this? How do they survive with this sort of material? It gets everywhere. That's, that's all I got. That's yeah, great. If you want to add good. to it, you can text us, 250-475-0913. Well, now
0: I'm thinking <laughs> Okay. that, you know that barge over in Vancouver that's been washed up on the shore in Stanley Park? Oh, yeah. It's Maybe, still there, hey? It's still there. The, the city keeps saying like, oh, oh yeah, we're going to take it. We're going to tow it. But it's really difficult. It's a very difficult project to tow this barge off of. Like, uh, unground it and tow it away. do huh? it. What if this is actually, it's, it wasn't just a barge that got blown around in the wind and landed in Stanley Park? What if it's one of these black? Oh
1: my god, what if it's a black box?
0: They're recording it. It Maybe they know something about Vancouver is going to fall into the ocean and they're just going to record the whole thing in the barge!
1: I don't like thinking about black boxes, it turns out.
0: Paul, I got you a Christmas gift! No, get it! Wow, thank you so much! Yeah. Let me open this up here. Um. Well,
1: there's, there's nothing in this box. That's because I got you a Bitcoin for Christmas. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I heard it was one of the most popular gifts this year, so I thought, why not? That's, That's so generous. Wow, thank you. Yeah. You know what Bitcoin is, right? Uh,
0: Yes, I do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm a bit. Yeah, cryptocurrency, totally decentralized, It works on the blockchain, and uh, the value goes up and up all the time.
1: I think it's like electromagnetic, something like that. You have to dig in the mines for it, and it exists, but it doesn't exist, and it's a credit, but not. And it grows.
0: It, it grow. Well, it grows exponentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like this one Bitcoin. Think, yeah. could be worth millions of dollars someday. Wow. Thank you so much, You're welcome, Jenny. Yeah. I'm gonna go and plan my
1: financial independence now. Awesome. Okay. okay see you, Bob. Okay, bye. Yeah, I didn't get him anything. I just got him an empty box.
0: I got to give it up where you got to give it up, okay? okay. Don't hate. This <laughs> Tim Biebs collaboration is so successful, okay? It's so good. Whatever marketing person was sitting there and being like, well, what if we made new Timbits and then got Justin Bieber to p- pretend like he invented them and <laughs> yeah. then there's like A million dollar idea million right. dollar idea
1: yeah they're probably just like oh how do we get like more kids involved with Tim Hortons cause it's like you know we just wanna get more young people involved with the <laughs> brand and they're like everyone loves Justin Bieber Beautiful. There you go. It was a mark. It's marketing genius. And like
0: they're plugging, you can see on TV and everywhere. There's plugging yeah. all this money into pumping it, and that's great. But then the like the real hype is so real. You go to buy these timbits, and they're sold out half oh, the time. Yeah. And then and then and then another genius move here. Oh, I know merch. Oh, the merch. We'll put a little logo on a uh, three dollar toque and uh, sell it for thirty. And then now yeah. they're finding that people are. Reselling The Tim Bees merch For crazy Markup profit
1: Well because it's only Available in Canada Right
0: Yeah
1: Or and any Tim Hortons There's not a lot In the states are there
0: No so, Not nearly as many And
1: they're selling Out everywhere So you could probably Sell a toque <laughs> For like a hundred bucks At least I would think there's
0: like, two, yeah, would you say a hundred bucks? I, I think would I, say a hundred bucks. I think I saw today a guy selling a toque for $200. Oh, there you go. Because yeah, that's it. Justin Bieber's got fans around the world and yeah. it's just this exclusive merchandise that you can't get at his shows or
1: online, right? Yeah. Instead of investing in Bitcoin or something like that, <laughs> invest in Tim Beebe's toques. you want
0: to have a Merry <laughs> Christmas with a full bank account, start sending out Tim <laughs> Beebe's merch. One of the major pieces of news across the country today is the rising cost of food. Mm. Food prices are supposed to skyrocket in the next year or so. And and that's a pretty decent sized wedge in everybody's pie chart budget there, right? So everyone's thinking about it. A couple of ways that I've heard you can offset this is to, number one, expired meat. Or sorry, close <laughs> to expired meat. Oh, Look oh. F- for the meat because yes. it's often discounted quite heavily. The meat that's about to expire.
1: Yeah, you gotta buy it the night you're gonna cook it, right? Yeah. and then you get the like two dollars off sticker. That's what I do too.
0: And then the other thing is. Coupons, coupons, coupons! Okay. There are savings to be had.
1: Yeah, and no shame when it comes to coupons. I used to be a cashier, and it was my favorite part of the day when the couponers would come. They come at the end of the night. <laughs> oh, really? And it was quiet, yeah. and you were able to like close down your till. They'd be like, "I'm coming in with my coupons." I'm like, "Yes, let's do this." We close down the till. They usually have like binders of like all these sorted out coupons. Wow. They would come with cartloads of stuff, probably costing around four or five hundred. Dollars and pay twenty dollars for everything. Are you
0: exaggerating? I'm
1: not exaggerating. It's Incredible, And it would be like a single mom with like a few kids and the amount of work they would put into getting all these coupons, like finding them yeah. and then organizing them and then, yeah, finding out what you need. You need a lot of storage for this because they're like essentials and things like yeah, that. Yeah. But like, yeah, they would save hundreds of dollars every time they would go shopping. And I was in huge support of it. I loved it.
0: That's inspiring. It is. I know. So all this news going on today, like, oh, scary, scary. It's going to cost more for food. There are ways. Yeah. And keep that in mind. Do you have to have a binder or a duotang though?
1: Probably some sort of organizational skills, which I do not have. Work the money though.
0: Figure it out. Yeah. Hello, it's Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, oh, and Jenny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's going
0: on for you? How's your holidays so far? How's your holiday season? Uh, Wait till about the twenty fourth to do some shopping,
1: and then I'll be into it. (laughs) You can shop
0: on the twenty (laughs) fifth. The only way to do it. The only way to do
1: it. I like your style. Yeah.
0: Some great savings (laughs) to be had on Christmas Day.
1: No one's in the stores for some reason. Yeah, you got to break a window to get in, but yeah, it's wild.
0: Yeah, it's either that or revert to homemade crap.
1: Oh, yeah, macaroni necklaces. That's good. Well, I have children to do those, so it's perfect. (laughs) Okay, so we have some tickets to Jesse Roper's solo soiree, and you have to guess what is in Jesse's garden, man. And uh, here's the description that you got. This is a bilaterally symmetrical animal. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, That typically has a long cylindrical tube-like body, no limbs, and no eyes, but not always. What were we talking about? Well, I try not to overthink this one, but uh, I think it's a worm. It's a, it's a
0: worm, worm <laughs> Have you right. ever seen a worm with eyes? I was blown <laughs> away to find out some worms do have eyes. You say, worms don't have eyes. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess they don't. And you're like, but some of them do. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, put a no, lot
1: of- I don't think I've ever seen
0: them have eyes. I've put a lot of worms on a lot of fish hooks in my day, okay? And I've never seen their little eyes go like, blink.
1: Um... Carl, were you one to eat worms as a kid? (laughs) Great question. (laughs) Uh, Not to eat worms, but I do like to get dirty in the garden there, like Jesse stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I was thinking about that. If worms had eyes, I don't think they'd be as popular to eat
0: with the children. Uh, Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. They like (laughs) to race them, though. My daughter just finished a class assignment about worm racing. Oh no! kidding. That's so cool! Very exciting. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, we dug some up, took them in, and they raced them in class.
1: In class! Wow, <laughs> that was a, yep. a long race.
0: Did you do you know? It was a cool
1: school. <laughs> do you know if cool. the
0: uh, kids, any of them, were betting on the worms? <laughs> like if they were like, like, oh, I got my fruit roll up on uh, worm number six over there. <laughs> well, it's grade four, but I don't know. Maybe she likes to play poker too.
1: So. Oh, she's cool. What's her name? Yeah, Hannah. Hannah, I like
0: Hannah. Jimmy Fallon on the Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show was talking about Mm. this Woody the Talking Christmas tree that happens in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. It's a tree that has a giant, horrible, wooden (laughs) clown face that
1: talks to customers at the shopping mall as they go by. Yeah, I really like it. I I really like how creepy it is. Like, I love when Christmas has just a little flavor of creepy. Involved, you know, just from like classic yes. tradition. Like, they've probably been doing this for a long time. Like, this is like a classic thing that everyone's excited for every year.
0: Okay, you're talking about like when you see pictures and phonographs <laughs> from the 1800s of children with like Christmas masks on <laughs> yeah. and the, the rosy cheeks all look terrifying. Oh, I love you know, it. Like, this has only been around for 15 years. Oh,
1: okay. Wow. Or no, I'm sorry.
0: This is, like, an old thing that went away for 15 years.
1: Oh! And then now is back? Oh, good. I'm glad they brought it back. I want one. I want one in Victoria. I was seeing this morning they were setting up for that big light display, Lights of Wonder, that they do in Centennial Square. Uh, That's starting up December 16th, anyway. I'm hoping that they have something like that there. but I don't know if that's going to be the case. Do
0: you know what? We actually have... This Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, getting the love right now from Mm. Jimmy Fallon. We ought to send... Jimmy Fallon or Ellen or whoever. Is Ellen still on TV or did she get? Yeah,
1: she's she's there. She just got a People's Choice Award.
0: Yeah. Anyways, we gotta send them the Pipers Piping from the Butchard Gardens.
1: Oh
0: Because honestly, yeah, it does look like Woody the Christmas tree could <laughs> eat me if they wanted. But those Pipers Piping.
1: Yeah, those those are all creepy.
0: Those are truly nightmare <laughs> stuff. <laughs>